All right, Jamal, say good morning. Let's uh, begin. So today's daf is daf chof. We left off yesterday. B'may ukimto. B'may ukimto. Two, four, six, eight. Ten lines up from the bottom. Last word on the line. So the Gemara says, B'may ukimto. Remember again, just to reorient ourselves a little bit, the Mishnah was talking about that a cheresh is not permitted to read the Megillah. So we're trying to figure out what exactly that means that a cheresh can't read the Megillah. So what the Gemara is suggesting right now is that what it means is that a cheresh can't read the Megillah Khatrila, but a cheresh can absolutely read the Megillah Bidyeved. Bidyeved. And therefore, again, this would reflect the view of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds the Lechatrila, when you say Shema, you should hear that which you are saying. But Bidyeved, if you didn't, you're still Yotze, the mitzvah of Kriyashma. So says the Gemara, Bimayokim, Rabbi Yehuda, Bidyeved, say, how now have you established the Mishnah? It's reflecting the view of Rabbi Yehuda, and the Rabbi Yehuda is saying that Bidyeved, a cherish can read the Megillah, but what about the following? But what about what Rabbi Huda said? If you have a cherish, somebody who is deaf, some, excuse me, somebody who is deaf but is able to speak, what is the halacha? He could separate out truma lechatchila. Now I will say, what's the novelty in that? If you look at Rashi, now the Chiddush over here is what? When you separate out Truma, there is a bracha that is recited on that. See, even though, again, this individual is going to go ahead and separate a Truma and not be able to hear the bracha, nevertheless, he's permitted to do so. So money, I will say, this is permitted to do so. So who's the opinion? Does this reflect? If you want to tell me it's Rabbi Yehuda, the Ever in the that can't be, because at most Rabbi Yehuda would say what? That perhaps a person who's deaf Bidyevik could separate out Truma, but Rabbi Huda say that Lachatrila, no, Rabbi Huda's position is that a Chiresh could do things Bidyevik, but not Lachatrila, I Rabbi Yossi, the Evanamilo, and if it's Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi holds that a Chiresh is possible to do these things even Bidyevik. So whose opinion does it reflect? So rather, it must be Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that what Rabbi Yossi, that a Chiresh is permitted to engage in these mitzvahs, even what? Even Lachatrila. Aye, but what about the following? A person should not recite Birkas Hamazon to themselves. And I both say, Belibo over here can't literally mean that a person is just thinking the words. Because obviously everyone agrees that if you just think the words of Birkas Hamazon, that is not benching. Rather, what it's talking about over here is you're, you're, you're saying them with your lips, but you do not hear that which you are saying. So a person should not, should not recite Birkas Hamazon without hearing the words, but if they did so, Yotza, they are Yotze. Money, whose opinion is this? So we'll say again, here's another example of Lechatchila, you need to hear it. Bidi'ever, if you didn't, you're still Yotze. Whose opinion is this money? Lo Rabbi Huda, Velo Rabbi Yossi. So it can't be Rabbi Huda, it can't be Rabbi Yossi. Why? I Rabbi Huda, feel Lechatchila. Because if it's Rabbi Huda, then what? Then Lemaisa. He should permit it even lechatrila, even because remember now we're saying Rabbi Huda holds that halacha lemaisa acherish could go out and do these things even lechatrila. If Rabbi Yosi, and if it's Rabbi Yosi, that can't be either. I feel the ever namilo lemaisa Rabbi Yosi would say what Rabbi Yosi that halacha lemaisa 
but the Eved Acherish can't do it. So whose opinion is this? Excuse me, but the Eved, if you didn't hear that which you did, you're not Yotze. So whose opinion is the top of Chof? Li'olam Rabbi Huda Vafi L'Chatchila. In reality, let's go back to what we said before. And Lemaisa, our Mishnah reflects the view of Rabbi Huda, right? Excuse me, let me take that back. Li'olam Rabbi Huda. Really, really, this follows Rabbi Huda. However, Velokasha, Hadidei, Hadrabe. And I will say, Rabbi Huda is quoting two different opinions. Look at Rashi. Vahai, the term de la Chatrida Rabbi Huda. Vahai, the Birkas Amazon Rabbe. Rabbi Huda, listen to this. Limar suggests Rabbi Huda himself is of the opinion that even if you don't hear that which you are doing, you are Yotse Lechatrida. So it's going to be true in Birkas Amazon. It's going to be true in Kriyashma. Therefore, a Cheresh Lechatchila could read the Megillah. Therefore, a Cheresh could go ahead and separate out Truma. That's Rabbi Huda's Shita. That's Rabbi Huda's Shita. The other, the other Bryce that we just quoted before that says that again, Lechatchila, you have to hear that which you are saying by Birkas Amazon. Whose opinion does that reflect? That's Rabbi Yehuda's Rebbe. Rashi says, V'dirabei, Rashi says, Mishmosh Rabbeleza ben Azariah, Amra, Shetarach la'ashmiya, V'hai lishna mashmud lechatchila, Avaldi ever yata. This sanya. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Mishmosh Rabbeleza ben Azariah. Rabbi Yehuda is quoting his Rebbe, Rabbeleza ben Azariah, who says what? Hakori eshma, Tzorach sheashmiya la'ozno. If somebody reads Kriyashma, they have to hear that which they are saying. Shana emar, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod, Hashmiya la'oznicho, you have to hear that which you are saying. So I will say again. So now, beautiful. Everything looks looks. Look, Watch. Well, let's just read the next line. Rabbi Meir says, "Asher says, "No, you don't have to hear that which you are saying. Why? Because what does the pasuk say? This is what I'm commanding you today. On your heart. What does on your heart mean? Achar kavanas halev." Hain hain hadvarim. That we're not worried about what you say, but rather, what are we worried about? Your kavanas. So again, both remember, everyone's going to say you have to actively say the words that you have to say. It. The shaila is, do you have to actually hear what you're saying? Rabbi Meir says, no, you don't have to hear what you're saying. As long as you articulate the words and you have the kavana, even if you don't hear it, you're okay. So both what the Gemara is suggesting right now is that the way we set this whole thing up is like this: that lemaisa. Rabbi Huda is of the position. Rabbi Huda is of the position that that halacha lemaisa lechatchila a cheresh can go ahead and separate out truma. A cheresh can go ahead and even read the Megillah. A cheresh can go ahead. A person doesn't have to hear Shema when they say it. Why? Or come the Namir. Because according to Rabbi Huda, you you need not hear that which you are saying. You just have to be able to have the. You just have to be able to say the words and have the correct kavana. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah is the one who says that what that lemaisa you you should hear it. But the evidence if you didn't, you're still yotze. Now I will say says, says the Gemara. So hashda the asas lahachi. Truth is, now that you just quoted this price with Rabbi Meir, I can say something different. Maybe Rabbi Huda also holds like his Rabbi Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria, namely you should hear that which you are doing. But if you didn't, your Yotzei. Rabbi Meir he. And I both say that which we stated before by Birkas Hamazon, that will actually reflect the view of Rabbi Meir. 
that will affect the view of Rabbi Meir. You should be able to hear it. But even if you didn't, it's okay. Look at Rashi just a moment. So now the Gemara says we can actually reinvent this whole thing. Actually, Rabbi Hud, we can say Rabbi Huda holds like his Rabbi Rabbi of Nazaria. Meaning what? The Lechatchili is supposed to hear that which you are saying, but Pediavet, if you didn't, you're Yotze. Which would also mean that Rabbi Huda is the opinion in the Mishnah. That when the Mishnah says that a Cherish can't read, that perhaps what that means is what? Lechatchila, no, but Pediavet, yes. And Vahad the Birkas Hamazo, not Rabbi Huda, Vitekashi Lechadi Huda, Rabbi Shimon Pazi, Mani, Lord Rabbi Huda, Lord Rabbi so therefore the Gemara says, and the case of Birkas Amazon, which allows you to go ahead and, and, excuse me, the case of Torim, I'm sorry, the case of Birkas Amazon will reflect the view of Rabbi Huda. Okay, well, so just you should know, we don't pass in like this, we pass in excuse me, even Bidi Ever, a Cheresh is not permitted to read the Megillah, I mean, a Cheresh could read the Megillah, but a Cheresh cannot be Motsi anyone in their obligation to read the Megillah for a simpler reason, which is that Lamaisa, again, anyone who is not chayiv in something, cannot be motzi another in that mitzvah. So a cherish, obviously, who doesn't have the ability to hear. The mitzvah of Megillah is Shmiyas HaMegillah. It's actually not Kriyas HaMegillah. Someone who does not have the ability to hear, does not have the obligation in Kriyas HaMegillah, in which case they can't be motzi someone else, even Bidi Eved. Rabbi Huda Rabbi Huda says, remember again, so the Mishnah said, the, fir- the first opinion the Mishnah said, that a cheri shot of a cotton can't read the Megillah. Rabbi Huda then comes along and says that a cotton can read the Megillah. So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Huda. So listen to this. Rabbi Huda says, Katan Hayisi, Vikarvisi, Malame Rabbi Tarafon. So he'll say, Rabbi Huda comes along and says, Listen, I have to tell you, when I was a kid, I read the Megillah before Rabbi Tarafon. Meaning, I read it. I, whether this means I read it for Rabbi Tarafon's minion, the point is, I read the Megillah for people. When I was a kid, this is Rabbi, Rabbi Huda himself saying it. So listen to this. I'm saying, Lamalam Rabbi Tarifon was a king in Belud. I went ahead and I I read the Megillah for Rabbi Tarifon and the Zikanim, you know, right by the airport, you know, in Lud. I, 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 I went ahead. I, I, I did this. I did this. So how can you tell me that it doesn't work? I mamish did it. Almost listen to what they said. Amrilo, Ein Mavin Raya Minakatan. Very nice, but you can't bring a halachic. If you are the only sole testimony about this, you cannot, your, your halachic testimony that you are offering about something that occurred when you were a minor has no halachic validity. That statement itself, because remember again, even though he's making the statement now and he's an adult, essentially what he's doing is he's testifying about something that happened when he was a child that has no halachic validity. Tanya. Rabbi Amr um, 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 Rabbi Rabbi said, Katan Hayisi, again, since there's another bite, Rabbi says, When I was a child, the Karisi Lemala me Rabbi Huda, I read the Megillah in front of Rabbi Huda. So now this is Rabbi Huda, this is Rabbi saying, I read the Megillah in front of Rabbi Huda when I was a child. Amrulo, Ain Mavi and Rayam in Amatir. Shkoyach, that's not a good raya. Rabbi Huda is the one who allows a katan to read. So the fact that you as a child read before Rabbi Huda, that doesn't help us over here. We know Rabbi Huda shita. doesn't mean it's right. So the Gemara Why don't they say to Rabbi the same thing that they said to Rabbi Huda, right? Meaning that again, 
I understand what you did, but you, you, you can't bring a halachic proof from something you did as a child. To which the Gemara says, The truth is, what they're saying to him is both reasons. First of all, you were a child. And therefore, again, the testimony that you give about things that happened as when you were a child is halachically meaningless. Furthermore, even if you were an adult, meaning even if, let's say, you were above bar mitzvah, when you were testifying about this, meaning, let's say, you went ahead and you saw another child who was going ahead and reading and now you're 13 years old and you're telling me that you saw this child that would still be meaningless meaningless to us why? because because when I say you, you can't bring a raya from the person who we already know permits this particular practice so I'll say I look that a katan both a katan a katan who's reached the age of education which Rashi defined as 9 or 10 or a katan below the age of chinuch cannot read the Megillah to be moti others and for the same reason as the chirish the Mishnah points out, he says, here's the fundamental difference. A katan, in order to be moti someone, you have to be on the same or higher level of obligation than the individual you are trying to be moti, trying, the individual you're trying to discharge the obligation for. If you are on a lower level, it doesn't work. So a katan, for example, when it comes to Mikra Megillah, is what we call a trade dirabonam. It's a dual, it's a, it's a double rabbinic obligation. Megillah is rabbinic in and of itself. Plus, again, a child is only obligated, a child, let's say, reach the age of chinuch, is only obligated why? Right? Midrabanam is a mitzvah of chinuch. So they're, they're, they, they, have a, they have a double layer of rabbinic obligation versus an adult who has a basic rabbinic obligation ultimately just here in the Megillah. So because they are not on the same level, therefore the Maisa, a katan, even who reached the age of chinuch, is not permitted to go and be motzi a gadol. Says the Mishnah. So you can't go and read the Megillah. We don't do bris milah. We don't, tovlin also means going to the mikvah. Rashi points out over here, the mikvah they're referring to is Mishayagia Shvi'i Lezav. When let's say again, if you have a Zav who's observing seven clean days, so you don't go to the mikvah, or the tami, or the tami mace, or for someone who came in contact with a corpse. So in all these cases, v'lo mazin, mazin means sprinkling the chinchon. We'll see what, we'll, again, that can mean, that can mean, um, that can mean ashes of the para aduma, or that can also mean blood applications of karbonos, although we'll see blood applications later. Here, bepashtos, it means, again, from the waters of the para aduma, the shomeres yom keneged yom. So to a woman, Rabosai, who literally is observing one clean day corresponding to a day in which she had in a mission. We saw this already before that if a woman, if a woman experiences bleeding at certain times of the month after her normal menstrual cycle, so again, she has to observe one clean day for every day in which she has an emission. Obviously, if she has an emission three times, then she becomes a Zavagidola and has to go ahead and observe cl- seven clean days. So Shomer Yom means, for example, if she sees blood on Thursday, so she would have to observe a clean day on Friday. So in all of these cases, Lotit Bal so we'll say all of these things that we just mentioned. So again, we have Kriyas HaMegillah, Brismila, Tevila in a Mikvah, sprinkling of the waters of the Paraduma, Shomer Yom Yom, which means again, that woman who's observing a clean day can't go to the Mikvah, all of these things by daybreak. They can only be done after sunrise. They have to be done by day. However, the Kulun Kasher. But, okay, here's the but. That's what? That if you did it from dawn, if you did it from dawn, I was like, now when's dawn? When's us remember Machlokis Aposkim when dawn is? So we normally assume that dawn is approximately 72 minutes prior to sunrise. 72 minutes prior to sunrise. This is Shita Saramam who holds that Alosa Shachar dawn is 90 minutes 
prior to prior to prior to dawn, prior to um, sunrise. Excuse me. So normally we don't accept the position that Ramadan is not normally the, the widely held opinion. Although it is good to keep it in your back pocket. Sometimes if a person is uh, has to travel early or a person requires, so that's the shita. So therefore, lemay. So all these things must be done as of daybreak, sunrise. But I look if you did it from dawn. If you did it from dawn, you are okay. Says the Gemara. Minalan. From where do we know this? Do'amar krab. Now we're going to go through each of these one by one. How do we know that the Megillah has to be read by day? So Do'amar krab, because the Pasuk says, Vahayomim ha'ila niskarim v'na'asim. Bayom in, balayla lo. So I'll say, so what, because what does the Pasuk of the Megillah say? And these days will be remembered. Now I'll say, niskarim refers to what? Kriyas HaMegillah. So you see from here that what? That the Megillah must be read by day. So the Gemara says, one second, lay me to you if to Rabbi Shobin Levi. This would refute the position of Rabbi Shobin Levi because what does Rabbi Shobin Levi say? Don't Rabbi Shobin Levi, chayiv adam lekros HaMegillah balayla lishno sabayom. So Rabbi Shobin Levi, Rabbi Shobin Levi says that a person is obligated to read the Megillah by night and repeat it by day. So this apparently contradicts what the Mishnah is saying because the Mishnah says that you're obligated to read the Megillah by day. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 kikatani adiyom. The Mishnah here is discussing the date time reading. We know you have to read it at night. The Mishnah is not talking about the nighttime reading. In the daytime reading, just know it has to happen or it should happen after after sunrise, after sunrise, and again, after dawn. Okay, Velo Malin, can't give a bris milah. You have to do bris milah by day. Because the Pasuk says, you have to circumcise on the eighth day. You can't go to the mikveh, you can't sprinkle. Because what does the Pasuk say? And the one who is tahar will sprinkle on the one who is tame on the seventh day. Again, referring to para aduma. Referring to para aduma. And I both say, remember again, tvila, and so we know that that tvila and the sprinkling, the immersion mikvah and the and the sprinkling are connected one to the other. Therefore, just like just like hazayah, just like hazia, the sprinkling has to be done by day. So too, the tvila has to be done by day. Similarly, say, if you have woman again, so remember this case of shemaras yom kenegiyom is a very specific case of a woman. Who, Without getting, the, the way that a biblical menstrual cycle works, or a woman's general bleeding cycle works, is, is it's not complicated, but the truth is, it's, it's, it's not in line with the way we normally think about, about menstrual cycles. Essentially, according to, the, according to what we'll call a, a, a biblical cycle, not, not that it's written, but we'll call, we'll call it a halachic cycle, not a biblical cycle. So essentially there are 11 days in between periods. There are 11 days in between menstrual cycles, in which case, again, now what that means is there are 11 days between cycles in which we are sure that if a woman bleeds, that is not menstrual blood. It doesn't mean that a woman will get a period, you know, within 11 days of each other, but with between cycles, there's 11 days where, where we know for sure it's not menstrual blood, which means that if she bleeds, it's got to be something Else, what, what that something else is, it could be zivos or something. So the point over here is that if a woman goes ahead and bleeds for one day, remember again, every day she bleeds, she has to observe a corresponding clean day. Now what the Gemara, what the Mishnah is saying over here is, so let's let's play this out. If she goes, if she goes ahead and she observes a clean day, so then when does she go ahead and go to the mikvah? So if she bleeds on, on Thursday, so when would she go to the mikvah? Friday. So the Pasha should go Friday morning. Right? Thursday would go ahead and be her clean day. 
right? She'd bleed, she'd bleed on, she'd bleed on Thursday. Friday would be her clean day, and she'd go the next day. Or, or I should say, maybe even sometime, I should say, I take that back. Thursday during the day could be even some point in time. And then Lamaisa, hair of Shemesh, sun will go down, and she'll go ahead and become Tahura after that. So the Gemara says the time, Pshita, Maishna Shemeshum Kinegidyom, Mikol Chaivetvilos. Rabbi said, we just established before that whenever you go to the mikvah, whenever you go to the mikvah, all chavei tfilos, anyone who goes ahead and immerses in the mikvah, lemaisa goes by day. So if you've already established that chavei tfilos go to the mikvah by day, so why would this woman be any different? We need it for the following reason. To have a Because I when a woman has this, this show of blood, so perhaps she should be no different than a Zav. So a Zav is a man who has a special specific type of emission as well. And what is the hal- and a Zav is compared to a Balkari. A Balkari is a man who has a seminal emission. And I will say, what is the halach of a Balkari? This is the law of the Zav. As well as man who has a seminal emission. And we'll say, what is halacha with the Zav? Ma balkari tovel bayom. So, what the Torah does is links the halachos of Zav and balkari. So, what's the halacha with the balkari? Ma balkari tovel bayom. Just like a balkari goes ahead and goes to the mikvah by day. Hai, hai, nami litbol biyome. This one should also go to the mikvah by day. Now, we'll say, now watch this. Now, wh- now what happens to the balkari? Balkari, person has a seminal emission. When does he go to the mikvah? But a- that day. That day, right? And that is Allah with the Zav also. That day, they don't have to wait any clean days. That day you go to the mikvah. So like this. So I might have thought that if, the father's train of thought, a Zav is compared to a Balkari, we would assume that this woman who had this emission on this one day is compared to a Zav. So I might have thought, therefore, she should be able to go to the mikvah that same day as well. But we know this woman can't go to the mikvah that day. We know that she can't go that day. Why can't she go that day? Because the Pasuk says, all the days of her flowing, of her zivus, literally like the kemishkav nidasa, like the sittings of her, of her nida, shall be upon her. Now look at Rashi Rabosai. Rashi says over here, Rashi says, Garcinon, call you may zov to masa, kimishkov ni dasa yihiela, the hach kra, birias shomeras yom kenegen yom koi, meri buye call you may, dashinam sechas nida, the amidon hossam yihiela, melamit shisoferes echad le echad kitsas mioma macharas, hilchach palaila mias titbal, the of the kitsashimas. So we'll say, listen to this. So the Yimar Mesechas Nida darshans from this Pasak of Yihiyah is that Lemaisa it teaches us that she has to be able to count a clean day. It's actually, it's actually a drasha from the same Lashonos of the, of the Shivanikim. She has to go ahead and count for herself a clean day. So let's play this out. See, here's what we know. We know that Zav and Balkari on one hand, when they have their emission, they're able to go to the mikvah that day. My reflexive reaction would have been to compare a woman who has this emission on this one day to a Zav and a Balkari also, which would mean then that when she could she go to the mikvah on literally the day of her emission. But I know that's not true. Why do I know that's not true? Because I know that she has to count a clean day. So already I know that she is different from the Zav and the Balkari. She has to count a clean day. Fine. Now that she has to count a clean day, however, however, the... Um, I'm going to thought the following. So she has to count the clean day. So when should she be able, when should she be able to go to the mikrabos? Say when? 
that night. So let me, let, let, me, let me illustrate this to you. So here's what I know. I know, for example, a Zav goes, a Zav has a, a, a Zav or a Balkari has an emission today. So when does he go to the Mikvah? He has a mission on Thursday. When does he go to the Mikvah? Thursday. Okay, this woman who has an emission today, I know she can't go to the mikvah today. How do I know that? Because now she has to count the clean day. So I would think even though she can't go today, when she should be able to go? Tonight. Why? Because once nightfall comes, she has observed some semblance already of a clean day because again, the next calendrical day is here. Let her go to the mikvah at night. Kamash Malon, no. Kamash Malon, Kevin Debaya Sfira, Amadeis, Kevin Debaya Sfira, since she has to count a clean day, be a mamahi. Therefore, again, Lemaisa, she can only go to the mikvah the next day. In other words, the boss of the Gemara saying over here, and I said this wrong before, she could, see, now that she has to count the clean day, so what has to happen? What has to happen is Lemaisa, she needs at least some semblance of daybreak. Because it's only once daybreak occurs, then what? That it's considered as if she's observed a significant portion of the clean day. And therefore, when, if she had the emission today, when could she go to the mikvah? Right? Friday morning. Right? Tomorrow morning already. So Friday morning, she'd be able to go to the mikvah. So the mice, again, that's why, even though the... See, we well, understand what the Gemara is trying to accomplish. The Gemara is trying to teach me, even though the Mishnah told me that Chayvei Tevilos... Those who go ahead and have to go to the mikvah have to go by day. This case still has to be explicitly stated of the Shemar Shem Keneged Yom because the Havamina is if you would not have stated this, I would have thought that such a woman could go to the mikvah at night. Kamash no, she can't go at night. She has to go by day as well in order in order for it to be counted as if she has observed, in fact, a clean day. So what did the Mishnah say? Even though all of these things are supposed to be done after daybreak, but I, I mean after 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 um, sunrise. Thank you. After sunrise, however, Lemaisa, if you did it after dawn, so but the evidence is still okay. So Gemara says, Where do we know that from? That these things that are about. Remember, we've we've demonstrated that halachically. All of these things must be done by day. So if you're going to tell me that the evidence can be done from nightfall, what you have to demonstrate is what? Excuse me. From dawn, you have from alos, you have to demonstrate that alos is also called what? Alos is also called day. How do we know this? How do we know this? It says the Gemara. Because the Pasuk says, Vayikra Elohim Laar Yom. God called, God called the light day. So the Gemara says, what is, how do we dash that? Lemeir uba karayom. What does it mean that when it says ar? Lemeir uba. Meruba means the advancing of light. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu called the advancing of light yom. I will say, what does the HaKadosh Baruch Hu called the advancing of light? What is the chap of dawn? What is dawn? Dawns are when, dawn is when the first rays of light are observed on the horizon. I will say, you all know that if you go outside, at what we call halachic alos, it's going to look to you just like the middle of the night. I'm not putting you down like it's going to look to you, right? But me, I'm saying me also, we're all in the same boat with this. Right? Meaning, again, Lemaisa, to the untrained eye, to the untrained eye, the truth is it looks like the middle of the night. There's not, there's not much to look at that dawn. But nevertheless, it is astronomically the time in which the first rays of light. See, for the Gemara Dar Shavu is something very interesting. When the Kashmaruch says, Vayikra Lakim La'or Yom, God wasn't just saying when it's objectively light, La'or means to the advancing of light. When light is already beginning to become observable, even when it's not immediately observable to man, 
That's already called day. And therefore, Aloha Lamais already, Aloha's dawn is already called Halachic day. All right, Sigma says, well, if that's the case, just understand that definition is going to swing both ways. Because, Elame Ata, Ulechoshech Karalayla. Then you're going to tell me that when it says, and he called night, night, light, excuse me, when he called darkness, night, so then you'd have to say also what? Lamachshechuba Karalayla. So you're going to tell me then that it's already called night when? When it begins to get dark, now both say that's going to be a big problem. Because then what you're going to tell me is, as soon as the sun sets, it's called night. And we know halachically that's not true. Hakaimalan, that says kochavim lav lailu. But that's not true. We know halachalamaisa until what we call says kochavim, nightfall, the appearance of stars. It is not halachic night. So I'll say, obviously, you, you can't use this definition only in one place and not both. If R is going to mean the advancing of light and therefore dawn is also day, then Choshech has to be the advancing of darkness, in which case sunset would already be night. Obviously, that can't be true. Therefore, we have to get rid of this. Rabbi says, no, 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 it's from here. So Rabbi quotes the Pasuk from Nehemiah. And what does Nehemiah say? We were working. Half of us were holding spears, guarding. And we were going ahead and doing this. We were working from dawn until nightfall, until the appearance of stars. And furthermore, again, the Pasuk says, and that actually the Gemara doesn't quote the relevant part of the Pasuk. It says for us, the, and the night for us was for watching, the Hayom Limelacha. And we worked by day. And I will say, here's what we have over here. We have one Pasuk telling us that <coughs> they would work from Alos, from the dawn, until Tseisak Kochavim. And the next Pasuk that says, when did we work? We worked by day. Which now seems the Pasuk seems to give us a definition for day. What is day? What is day? From Alos, from again, from from um, from dawn, thank you. I don't have such a problem remembering that word. From dawn until nightfall, until Tzitzikah So Gemara says, "My va'omer, why do you, what do you mean va'omer? Why do you need that second phrase?" Maybe you're going to say from the time that the dawn arise, arrives. That's not really day. And maybe nightfall really is at sunset. And the people in these pasukim, they just start they just start working before daybreak, and they begin. Continue to work after nightfall. Therefore, no, no. Therefore, the pasuk says, "Tashma v'hayalanu halayla mishmar v'hayom alacha." Therefore, I will say the pasuk explicitly says that they were saying, "When did we work? Our work was confined to the day, and we stood guard at night." What's the halachic definition of day? The halachic definition of day is from is from alos, from dawn. Ultimately, until until nightfall, and therefore we see what now we understand the Mishnah. Therefore, the Mishnah says, although the Chatrila, you should try to do these things after Neitzah because that is the objective definition of day. Nevertheless, if you did it from Alos, Talachik day already begins from. Halachic day already begins from dawn. So also, I'll just say, interestingly enough, you'll notice that, you know, if you look at, at, at a chart of Zmanim, there's always, there's always a discussion, Magin Avram and the Gra, in terms of, you know, what time is Kriyash Shman. It's always interesting. So understand there is a fundamental, no, it's not for now, we'll get to the Mirat Hashem um, in about six years when we restart the Dafyomi cycle. We'll see it in Brachas. <laughs> you know, but again, there is a fundamental dispute as to how to halachically measure day. Do you measure day from Alos until Tseis, or do you measure day from really Nate from Nates, 
from day from, from sunrise until somewhere past shkia. Because obviously, I both say how, how you and then again remember that how you measure day. We know day is twelve hours, night is twelve hours. But how you measure it again will determine how many minutes in how many minutes within each halachic hour. So just so you should know that machlokas magen avram and the gra is actually a fundamental dispute as to how to measure the duration of actual halachic day, which is a little bit based on here. But lemaiser for our purposes for today. So again, we pass in all of these things mentioned in the Mishnah must be done by day. Day lechatchila means after sunrise, but bedi eved means after dawn, after alos. Says the Mishnah, kalayom. The entire day, I will say. So now, now that we've established the mitzvahs that must begin at daybreak, that can only be done by day, so now the is going to tell me that these things can be done throughout the day. Right? You could do it throughout the entire day. So, kolayom, the entire day is kasha the kriyasa megillah. You can go out and read the megillah the entire day, or the kriyasa, you can read the the entire day, tkiyasha, blow the shofar the entire day. Correct. Yes. Yes. All of these things they have that can be done that have to be done by day is bidi evet from alos lechatchila from neitzachama and on bidi evet from alos. So kriyas hamegillah netilas lu taking lulav tefilas hamusafin davening musaf. I'm sorry, I skipped a line. Tefilas hamusafin davening musaf musafin. Karban Mosav, Vidui Parm, I will say Vidui Parm, if you look at Rashi, he says over here, Par He'elam Dover Shal Tzibor, U Par Koi Mashiach, and I will say, Par He'elam Dover Minat Tzibor, Par Koi Mashiach referred to the following sacrifices. If the Sanhedrin accidentally permits something that is prohibited, that would normally carry with it a punishment of Christ. For example, let's say the Sanhedrin says, they make an erroneous ruling, they say you can eat on Yom Kippur. Okay, whatever. They, 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 they pass in that. So I'll say, if they do that, that brings with it again. That, that is, it's technically speaking, a violation that carries with it a penalty of kares. Halacha lemaisa, there's a certain carbon that's brought. Similarly, if the coin gadol paskins, he allows something that is normally prohibited by kares. Excuse me. Right, he allows a, he allows a, a lav, he allows a prohibition that is normally punish, punishable by kares. There's a certain carbon that he brings. These carbonos must be brought by day. Le vidu maiser, I will say vidu maiser refers to the, the vidu, literally there's a confession that's made when you separate out your trumas and maisers from the home. Le vidu yom kippurim, the confession of yom kippur. Smicha, shchita, tenufa, hagosha, kamitza, haktara, melika, kabbala, hazaya. Both say these are all different parts of karbano. Smicha refers to the leaning on the animal. Shchita is the slaughtering of the animal. Tenufa means the waving, the waving of certain sacrificial parts. Or, although it's not just sacrificial part, you also wave bikurim and you also wave the omer. Hagosha means the bringing of the sacrificial parts close to the mizbeach. Kamitza refers to the taking of the three fingerfuls of the flower of the mincha offering. Haktara means offering on the mizbeach. Malika refers to the bird offering. Remember the coin, coin does something very interesting. The coin grows his thumbnail long and by the bird offering flicks off the head of the bird by essentially breaking its neck from, from the back of the animal's head. He takes the nail in and he flicks off the head of the bird. Le Kabbalah, receiving the blood. Hazia, sprinkling of the blood. So I'll say all of these things, these are all the parts of the sacrificial service, they must all be done by day. Ulashkias sota. Again, I will say if you have a sota situation, the sota must be given to drink by day of the sota waters. La arifas ha'egla, the capitation of the kafir. I'll say that refers to if you find a corpse in between two cities and it's not clear who killed the individual. Remember, the elders of the closest city come out to the site of the murder where the corpse is found. They decapitate a calf right there, parts of Egla Rufa. Taras HaMetzorah, purification of the, mis- of the Metzorah. So all of these things 
A, have to be done by day, and B, you have the entire day in which to do it. So I think Mara says similarly, Furthermore, again, those things that are done at night, for example, the, the harvesting or the reaping of the Omer, the, the actual, t- actual cutting down of the barley, or the burning of the leftover fats and limbs, all of those things, or you could do them the entire night. So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, this is the principle. The general principle is what? Anything that is permitted to be done by day can be done the entire day. Anything that could be done at night, you are permitted to go out and what? Do it the entire night. Fine. Says the Gemara. How do we know this? Meaning, how do we know? The Gemara is going to go through these one by one. How do you know the Maisa? that you could read the Megillah the entire day, meaning we've established before that the Megillah has to be read by day. How do I know to have the entire day? Because the Pasuk says, Because the Pasuk says, These days, which indicates that I have the ability to go ahead and read this Megillah when? Throughout the entire day. Likriyas Halal. How do I know I have the entire day for halal? Because the Pasuk says, literally, right, the Pasuk says, from the time that the sun rises in the east until literally it sets. So you see from here, you have the entire day for halal. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, no, from here, Hashem. this is the day which indicates that you have the entire day for halal. Natilas lulav, how do I don't know, I, don't know I, I have the entire day for Natilas lulav. Because the Paz says, you will take it for you on the first day, which indicates again on both sides. Interestingly enough, these are many of the same psukim that we used also to teach us that what? That these mitzvahs must be done by day. Now the is also teaching me that when I say it has to be done by day, it means what? That I might say I have the entire day. shofar, how do I have the entire day for shofar? Dechsev, yom tiru yelochem. Lemusafin, how do I know from Musaf? Dechsev, devar yom biyomo. Right? Literally a matter of its day throughout the entire day. I have the entire day in which to go and offer up the karam Musaf. Litfila samusafin, how do I know that I have the entire day to daven Musaf? Because the rabbis equated the davening of the Tfilas Mosaf for the actual carbon Mosaf. How do I know about that for Vidu Remember, Vidu refers to the confession, the confession that is made over the, the, the Parim, the Parim which refers again to the two Parim we saw in the last Mishnah as well. Right? I'm sorry, naturally, we didn't see the last mission. The video prime refers to the Par Ha'elam Davar Minatzibor and Par Koy Mashiach, the two pardon that are brought in the event that either the Sanhedrin or the Kohen Gadol issues an erroneous ruling that would normally carry with it a penalty of Kares. The Yalif Kapara Kapara Miyomakipurim. We learn out atonement, atonement from Yom Kippur. What does that mean? The Sanya, Gabi Yom Kippurim, because we learned by Yom Kippur. The Pasik says he will atone for himself and for his family. This is talking about the verbal, the verbal confession of the Kohen Gadol. And Kapara, the atonement, the verbal confession, must take place by day. Where do we know that? From the Chsiv, on this day will I atone for you. So both we equate the kapara of the Kohen Gadol of Yom Kippur with the kapara of the Parim. And just like the kapara of Yom Kippur must be done by day, so to the kapara, the atonement of the of the Parim, of the Parhalam Davamin Atzibar, Par Koim Mashiach, must also be done by day. 
and for the confession of the Meiser. This is talking about, again, remember, after certain years within the Meiser cycle, you have to make sure that you have gotten out all of your tithes from your home, and there's a vidui, there's a confession that said, I have gotten every, I have taken everything out of my home, I've distributed all of my tithes. So the Mishnah is positing that that has to be done by day. So how do I know? The vidui, Meiser, I will say before God, I literally have expunged, I have taken everything that is Kodesh out of my home, i.e., I've distributed all of my tithes. And what did the Pasuk say right after that? On this day, God commands you. So we'll say the juxtaposition of Hayom to the Vidway Meister indicates to me what? That Vidway Meister must be done by day. How do I know again for the leaning on the animal and for the shechting of the animal for the carbon? Because I remember again the Torah juxtaposes the concepts of smicha and shechita. And it says by shechita, and it says by shechita on what? On the day that you will offer it. So since it says by yom shechita, and shechita is juxtaposed to smicha, therefore just like shechita must be done by day, so too smicha must be done by day. Right? And again, by the waving. We also remember, waving is done by a couple of different places. Waving is done by Bikurim. It's done by Karban Omer. It's done with certain sacrificial parts. Dixiv biyom hanifchem. Esa Omer. Because the Pasuk says, on the day that you will wave the Omer. So you see over here, that Omer can be, the waving can be done throughout the day. Ula hagasha. And to bringing the sacrificial item close to the Mizbeach. How do we know that has to be done by day? The iskish litnufa. Because it is compared to tnufa. Dixiv v'lakach hakoi miyat ha'isha. Es minchas haknaos. This is by the sota. The coin will take from the woman. The, the minchas haknaos. The heinif, he will go ahead and wave it. The hikriv, and he will bring it close to the mizbech. So from here you see that what? That again, lemaisa, the hagosha, and the tenufa are, are juxtaposed, are written right next to each other. And therefore, just like tenufa is done by day, so to hagosha, the bring close to the mizbech is also done by day. How do I know again that Malika? Rabbi remember that refers to the flicking off of the head of the bird head. Kamitsa refers to the three fingerfuls of the coin from the carbon mincha. That's Kamitsa, I'm sorry. Lak Torah and the burning of the sacrificial parts. Hazia, sprinkling. How do I know these all can be done throughout the entire day? Because the Pasuk says, that this was done on the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded the Jewish people. And all of these items are included within that particular Pasuk. Therefore, you see from here that they, could, they all could be done throughout the entire day. I will say one more piece and then we'll stop. What about again the giving of the Sota to drink? How do we know that that process can be done throughout the entire day? Asya Torah Torah, make a Zerushav of Torah Torah. What does it say? Ksiv Hacha says over by Sota, the coin will go ahead and literally subject her to this entire process, called this entire Torah. And it says over there, you will go ahead and conduct yourselves by the Torah that they will instruct you, and by the justice. This is talking about over here our obligation to listen to the Rabbanim, to listen to Chazal, to listen to the Beisdin. Top of Chafalif, Ma Mishpat Bayom. again, this is talking about my obligation to listen to the rulings of the Sanhedrin, to the rulings of Chazal. So just like Mishpat can only occur by day, remember judicial proceedings only occur by day, therefore so to what? Therefore again, so 
therefore, it's just like al Torah. Torah by Sanhedrin, by instruction by Chazal, only applies by rulings given by day. So to what? Afkan. So to over here, by the Sota, Va'asla Sakola Torah Hazos, could also Afkan by Yom. So to over here, by the Sota, the process only applies by day. All right, so we'll stop over here. Pick up Amir Tashem tomorrow.